This is Adam Schefter, live from the M-Den for the Core 4 Podcast. Kinda looks like Tippy Storm and she dance like little Egypt. She works down the snake farm. Snake farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm, it pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. All right, today is October 14th, and this is the Core 4 podcast. Um, if you're listening to this after the fact, uh, Chunks will have just put in our brand new intro. Uh, Chunks has got some brand new connects over at University of Michigan. So uh, Adam Schefter was very uh, gracious to give us a little plug for our brand new podcast there. So seemed pretty excited about it. So in return, we're going to shout out Adam Schefter at Adam Schefter on Twitter. Um, he's also like, a, have you, do you guys follow him on Instagram at all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's the weirdest thing. He like writes full like essays in he the does, captions of his Instagrams. It's the funniest thing. Um, also, but, check out his new memoir, "The Man I Never Met," which is the reason uh, I met him. So you, so he's the man that you met. He's the man I did the man meet. that he never met. Oh, the irony! <laughs> Jeez, um, Louise. Um, do you? You're gonna start reading that book, right? Yeah, I've already started. It's pretty crazy. Oh, okay. Uh, we need a report probably within the next month, so. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> a written report. <laughs> um, we got the whole crew back again. Clickers back. Yes. How was the tournament? Uh, it was good. Um, made to the championship. We lost, unfortunately, in overtime, but uh, we played our last game with only nine skaters, so um, kids played well. All right. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to be a fun podcast here, guys. Let's start with a little football here. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy Saturday uh, in college football. Chunks was right in the middle of it, even though this was probably the least crazy game of the day. True that. Had him easy. What, what, what was it? So you hosted uh, quite a few recruits. Are you able to talk about it? Uh, I can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, we had around 70 recruit, recruits uh, come out this weekend. A few five-star big names, you know. Uh, guys were really working on, and it was, it was a great week for them to come out. We absolutely murdered a kind of injured Wisconsin team. I would say definitely overrated, but it, it was a nice statement win for us. We moved all the way up to six in the AP poll. Uh, yeah, how, how the hell do you jump Texas? Are you kidding me? Texas lost to Maryland. I was about to say Texas lost to Maryland. <laughs> yeah, but who was Michigan beat? Wisconsin. <laughs> Okay, but no, I I'm with you. I mean, it doesn't. I don't even care about our ranking because we have to win out to be in the playoff anyway. Goof, what was the uh, the most surprising uh, upset for you? I know there was a lot this week. Yeah, I thought LSU beating Georgia. Georgia was one of those teams that, like, I guess they haven't really played anybody at this point, so you didn't really know where they were. But just off of reputation alone, I. Th- Thought they were a lot better than they looked because they couldn't score. Jake Fromm didn't do anything, and they, I couldn't believe that they only scored 16 points. And he went 16 of 34 with two interceptions. 
that's not going to get it done out of a guy that consensus says he was going to be a top-tier quarterback in college football. Yeah, and this is coming off of a really tough loss for um, LSU against Florida. Um, so Coach O putting those boys to work, um, and it was a shellacking. Like, it was never a close game there. No. Uh, so, yeah, beware we, we LSU working their, uh, working themselves back into the playoff pictures there. Um, I mean, there was – Tight games just across the board, you know, Notre Dame's uh, squeaking a win out. Um, Texas, I I was scared of that, man. Baylor was moving across the field down 17-23, uh, um, but just uh, the Texas defense put in some work. Uh, Chunks, how did you feel about that Michigan State over Penn State? I did not expect that one, to be honest. I mean, a uh, late touchdown by Michigan State ends up getting them the win the, the weird thing about both these teams is they've both really underperformed this year. It's crazy pullout for Michigan State. Yeah. Uh, click, I'll throw you a softball here. Um, <laughs> is is Tua going to win the Heisman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, though, the one thing you kind of touched on already, the one thing that did kind of shock me was how close that I, our Notre Dame game was with Pitt. I honestly thought that was going to be a blowout. I'm surprised that it was only it was that close. Um, that was actually I caught some of that game shockingly, um, but I was I don't know. It, for Notre Dame fans, I would have been a bit nervous in that circumstance. It's insane that Pitt's been able to do this lately. I mean, they're a shitty team. They're right. really bad. But um, you know, back to back games they've played. I think Syracuse is a good team. They played good teams really really tough. <laughs> Is it just a case of teams playing down to their competition? Because it's hard to get yourselves up for a team that you know isn't that good. Yeah. And uh, speaking of college football, we've got our uh, college football expert here. Um, Just off the plane not too long ago from uh, Vandy, Florida. Um, How was was that environment down in Nashville? Well, it it was basically a Florida home game. And... Gators fans are as delusional as you would think. There, there's something else. There, there was almost a brawl during that game. I don't know if you guys saw, but the I coaches. I saw your Snapchat. Really, yeah, the coaches really got into it. Not a whole lot of people there compared to the big house, but um, it was a cool environment. They, they don't really care about their college football that much down there, though. In, <laughs> yeah. uh, That's funny. Well, what have you guys covered so far? I just got it. <laughs> um, we, we talked a little. Uh, we talked a little Michigan. We talked a little upsets. Uh, I talked a little Texas. Um, what was what was the big surprise of the weekend for you for uh, for college football? I thought the Michigan game because that was first of all I was very surprised. It was a 10, 10 point spread. Michigan was given ten points. I was like, no way. Then they ended up winning by freaking forty points. So. <laughs> Oregon was a surprise for me. I I wasn't that surprised by the Oregon one. Yeah. I I th- I thought Washington's been overrated. Yeah. Yeah. They they take into account too much the the prior years and um. Washington's Washington's not that good. I feel like Jake Browning should have left last year for them. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I always thought that they were overrated coming into it. I mean, um, the Pac-12 hasn't been good in what? Put a knife in them. They're not making the playoffs. They're not even coming close. Yeah, true that. Absolutely. Do you guys have playoff predictions? Um. All right. I mean, Alabama is going to be muddy. Yeah, Alabama. Because they're going to beat Georgia. Um, yeah. Then, honestly, Notre Dame, probably. Yeah, I think yep. so, too. Uh, after Michigan wins out, they will be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Ohio State could still get in if Michigan wins out? See that, or do you think Michigan could make it in? That would be a wild situation. Yeah. I, I, th- I If Michigan won out, I don't see how you couldn't keep both of them in. My predictions for the playoff are um, absolutely Alabama number one. I don't see anybody beating them. I don't see anybody coming within 15 points of them. Even with Tua Hurt, I mean, that team is just full of five stars. Yeah, I <laughs> that, mean, that they have two up. quarterbacks who can do it still. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let's not forget, Jalen Hurts has all the experience in the world. Right. And, I mean, he, he knows how to lead a team. Um, but I, at first, I thought the Tua injury was going to be bigger than it actually was. But mm-hmm. I, I'm just hearing it's more of a tweak knee. Yeah. So he might he might sit him next week. Who knows? Um, for my number two, uh, I hate to do it, but I have to keep Ohio State up there. Um, I think they're a really good team, and that's going to be it. It's the last game of the year for Michigan. And depending on how they play that game is how oh, – well, depending on if they went out until that point is how it's going to be. It, I, don't, I don't know that we'll beat Ohio State in Ohio State. I so, think the dangerous thing with Ohio State, though, is they've, they've been off to very slow starts the past couple of games. They, they did not look good this weekend in the first half. Yeah, yeah, I mean um, – Haskins starts out very slow, but man, he 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 knows how to control a game for sure. Towards the end, he he makes second half adjustments really really nicely. Um, my number, I I don't think LSU is going to make it in there, which kind of sucks because I I like I like what Coach O has done. I mean, he's he's caught a lot of flack in the past couple years, and he's kind of. He's done well, <laughs> this year at least. Um, so I guess my number three is, is going to be Clemson. Um, they just don't have a tough enough schedule. Yeah, that ACC is to, too easy for them to run. Yeah, and it, let's let's be real. I mean, they're a really good team. Um, I'm not a huge Dable Sweeney guy, but he's one of the best in the biz. And that defensive line, it, it's – it does advertise. It's a really good one. And their rushing attacks becoming really, really nice, too, with Etienne. And he had a huge game against Syracuse. And I'm sure he'll have a, a couple more while the weather gets colder. And whatever, I'll put that homer pick in there. I think Michigan will make it in there. Love it. Love it. Even if we lose to Ohio State, it depends on how they lose to Ohio State. True. 
I think Bama stays in. They've looked like the number one team all throughout. I disagree with you that Ohio State and Michigan can make it. I think Notre Dame's going to win out, so they'll stay in. Same thing with Clemson. You guys have already touched on. Both of them don't really have – they've covered all the, the major hurdles on the season already. So I think both of them stay in. Clemson goes up to two, Notre Dame to three. And I'm going to say Michigan beats Ohio State to sneak into four. But I don't think they can both beat in. Karma's going to come back to bite Ohio State, and they're just going to fumble the ball on their own one after they're up like a touchdown with 10 seconds left, and Michigan's going to get it and win. Interesting. I think that was I'm the gonna... first time Boof ever said anything that I wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> the thing to remember is no two teams from the same conference can get in if Notre Dame is in. It's simple as that. That's a good point. Yeah, so thanks for Jensen for coming back on. All right, so I will be taking over for our host master, Caden Davis, because he is experiencing technical difficulties out there in Williamson, New York. So we will get into NFL Week 6 right now. So, quick, what what games were you watching today? Well, we all know I was watching the Ravens. Um, pretty pumped about that, especially as you know after that tragic uh, loss to the Browns, which I know we talked about a bit before. That was just a tragic football game. Um, I think Caden just said it was bad overall for football, and I agree. Um, but 11 sacks, you know, we set a franchise record. Um, you know, those, those games are fun. Um, but this week, I think the thing that – I mean, the Rams are for real. And I think I was skeptical, kind of waiting for the other shoe to kind of drop. And I guess it still could, but they're no joke. They're – I'm scared. They're, they're a very, very yeah, good football I mean, team. Todd Gurley with the I believe, 208 yards career record, two TDs. He looked fantastic today. Yeah, I mean, I think in the past and with most sports, you know, you see success like this. I think you're inclined to think something's going to happen. Um, but 6-0, and you know, what more can you say? But they're just a phenomenal football team. Yeah, I mean, only, only be a not great Broncos team by three points today, but the offense looked pretty solid, even for how, I mean, 23 points isn't bad, but you expect a little bit more from this Rams offense. Right, but you got to look at it this way. You know, you got to play who's on the schedule. And to use the Ravens as an example, I know the Browns are better, but on paper, we should have won that game. We have a history of playing down. The Rams found a way to win. So if nothing else, I think it shows more that they're, they're, they're legit. Goof, what were you watching today? I was actually... It pains me to say this, but somehow the Cowboys looked very good today. The Cowboys came out firing today. They, they've they had no offense all year, and then all of a sudden, Dak like, starts making plays with his feet and looking like Dak Prescott again. It, it was and, really weird to see Dak Prescott doing this type of stuff again. Yeah, and I don't know why it's weird, because he shouldn't be doing it all the time, but... I mean, he only threw for 183 yards, so let's not get too carried away. Yeah. But he made plays. He extended plays. He got the ball. Like, Cole Beasley went off. Cole Beasley had a really good day. 101 yards, nine receptions, two touchdowns. Nine catches, two touchdowns. And then they got Elliott involved early, and they kept him involved often. I think their biggest problem is they go behind early in games, and they lose track of him. And – don't get him 
as many touches as he needs because he is what makes their offense go. For sure. And and to add on to that, Goof, if you think about it, I think um, Zeke had, I think it was 106 yards. Yeah. Prescott had 82 running. So if you can get that machine, you know, with Beasley as well to, to work, you know, consistently, I guess, you know, they're, they're going to be dangerous, you know, for the, the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, dropping 40 on a defense like the Jaguars is no joke for sure. Ramsey deserves it. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. What about you, Chunks? What are you looking at this week? So I was really attached to that Bears-Dolphins game today. Um, Bears came out first half. Offense was kind of flat. Trubisky made – I can't decide with Trubisky, man. He, he'll he make some good plays, and I love the weapons he has, but then he'll just make some really dumb decisions and some bad throws. Selectively inaccurate, it looks like at times, but they come out <laughs> 7 nothing down at half to the Dolphins. And then they put up three touchdowns real quick within like nine minutes or something um, to take the lead. And then just a wild fourth quarter. Trading touchdowns and turnovers are happening in the red zone. And Mitch Trubisky throws a pick and then they go to they go to overtime and Kenyon Drake fumbles at the goal line. It's been the year of trying to lose games for the NFL. I don't know what it is, but... Games get close, and teams act like they don't want to win them. <laughs> like I know that's not true, but if you watch the games, like anytime it's a close situation, like another throw in the Bills, for example, today, that they're in a game that they shouldn't be in, and they just make a great stand to hold Houston to a field goal, yep. and then Peterman throws a pick six. Yeah, I mean, Josh, <laughs> our our Messiah, Josh Allen, comes out with a elbow injury, and then Peterman comes in, throws a 16-yard touchdown to Zay Jones, all pumped up. I get, I see it, and I'm like, all right, let's do this thing. Peterman's changing his ways. And absolutely deflates it with a freaking pick six. Easy as yeah. can be. But see, like, honestly, this, uh, that is just – a story that only the Bills can write. If it was any other team, I feel like the quarterback would have come out in the second half and it would have just gone downhill. That's not good enough. The you know, fate has to really mess with Bills fans. Let's Peterman let Peterman get a touchdown pass, get that like feeling of hope, and then just destroys all dreams. It's just it's just reminiscent of Bills football. Well, I think the problem is is that Peterman keeps doing Peterman is the problem. Well, he keeps doing these little things that give us a glimpse like, wait, he's actually he's probably a good quarterback. Right. We we can put him in again. And like the the touchdown to Zay over. Jones was great. I was wow, he put that in right where he needed to. I'm just and scared then, he's gonna keep doing this and it's gonna keep happening. So Is he another version of Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh Without the insane highs? Yeah, I was going to say, he's just the bad swag. side of Ryan Fitzpatrick. It, it's funny, I, you know, I was, I'm looking at an article right now, and um, just the way it's written is, is so perfect. It's, it's off of, um, I'll give him credit, obviously, it's off of Deadspin, but the way they word it, you know, they tell, they says they can't, he came out and made the pass. Um, you know, it talks about how like, it kind of looked like it was going to be good for the Bills. 
and the next paragraph starts with it was not meant to be and then just goes in to, to peterman like peterman did what he did, does best so i'm like you know you feel bad but they, i don't know it it's a mess yeah yeah for sure um Another game I was kind of watching, that Colts-Jets game. I, I had picked the Colts to win this one last week. Um, I did not expect it to be such a shootout, though. I mean, 42-34 to 34 Jets. Sam, Sam Darnold looked pretty solid, I thought. How about Jason Myers with seven field goals? What would you guys think of the Chargers-Browns game? Melvin Gordon was an absolute beast. He scored three touchdowns. I mean, he's been a beast all season, though. He went for what was 132 yards and three touchdowns on only 18 carries. That's insane. And Mayfield threw a couple picks. The Browns look like what I feel like the Browns should look like. Mm-hmm. They're up and down. Like They have some talent. They're better than they have been in recent years. But they're up and down just kind of how I expected them to be. And the Chargers were, are a really good football team. They have a lot of playmakers. I think they're a really good football team. You can't sleep on Phillip Rivers either. He is dangerous. I mean, I, I know he's had up and downs, but still. They have well this year he's been lights out. They've I've they've been season best. to season. You know, you hear different yeah. ends of the spectrum from him and oh he's he's a good quarterback. I just I don't know if he This might have been his worst game of the season and he was eleven for twenty with 207 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. The Bills would take him all day with that performance. Sure. Bills would take anybody, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> now moving over to the NBA. Season starts on Tuesday, so let's get pumped up for that. Um, let's go seize. Yeah, Goof's been getting excited over there. Goof, what do you think about this whole Jimmy Butler fiasco we got going on? I think that it's... Just not a good fit. Jimmy Butler keeps saying it's not about money. He wants money, and they haven't been able to give it to him. They haven't been able to work out a deal. And But Thibodeau's not going to just trade him either. He, his job's on the line. He just put everything he had to get Jimmy Butler there. He's not going to just trade him away for nothing. So I don't see any real end to it, either – I think they're kind of stuck in a stalemate. He didn't go and travel with the team to play their last preseason game. I'm guessing that he's going to play when the season starts. He's not going to pull a levy on Bell, I don't think. He's but, expected to play as of now. That's what they're saying. Yeah, I, I expect him to play. I mean, is he going to be happy? No, but you don't You don't have to get along with all your teammates all the time. I, I know people talk about it, but in the game of basketball where – you can be a dominant player. Like if you're helping a team get wins, if he's the the player he can be, they'll be fine with it. If they're getting wins, everything will correct itself. But let's be honest. You think Andrew Wiggins can really handle this whole dynamic they got going on right now and like own up to that. Maybe he doesn't play as hard as he should. And maybe he hasn't lived up to his potential and just kind of lay down for what Jimmy Butler's been putting out there? I mean, there's truth to it. Is Wiggins mature enough to be admit he's wrong? Maybe. And I think that would be part of it. If they just – I feel like it's so simple to have, like, an actual conversation and solve your problems. But 
Um, like I said, it, it comes down to whether or not they win or not. Last year, you got to remember, they had the third best season or the third best record um, if you take just the games that Jimmy Butler played in the West. That's, so that's crazy. if they come out with and be, you know, come out of the gates somewhat hot and by middle of the year, they're still a top four seed in the West, this will be gone. I'm very worried about the NBA this season because, for one, with LeBron being on the Lakers, I think they'll be maybe a number, the number five team in the West. I think that's very plausible, but that's all we're going to hear about all year, and it's going to be all about LeBron, and I don't want to hear it. You can already see it in the preseason. Yeah, that, that's all they've been talking about. I mean, he went and partied with Drake. Did you see, guys see him on stage with Drake? It was the stupidest thing. It was kind of hype, I'm not going to lie, but it, I don't want to have a shot, though. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm already tired of it, and then I know the Golden State Warriors are going to run the table again. So I, I'm a little worried about the NBA this year. I'm not going to lie. Are we going to be doing a uh, clicker does the NBA? Yeah, we can do it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we got to add that in. I'll do my homework, unlike some people. <laughs> Um, I did my homework. Let's pick a, let's pick a random team. <laughs> um, week one is going to be the New Orleans Pelicans. Ooh, I love that. Ooh, I like them. A little Just bit give... different than the uh, Vancouver Canucks, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a little, a little different. We'll make it happen, though. Have no faith. I mean, wait, have faith. Whoops. <laughs> have no faith, yeah. I have no faith. Yeah, that was definitely a Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I think I'm back better than ever, guys. So which team, speaking of opening night on Tuesday, which team is going to be not necessarily the better team, which team is going to be more fun to watch, the Sixers or the Celtics this year? Chunks, what you got? I think if we're talking fun to watch, it's going to be the Sixers. I mean, I just I love watching Joel Embiid. Like, there's it's fun to watch people. It's fun to watch shooters and stuff, but watching a guy just dominate in the paint that is fun to watch for me. And like even watching last year's All Star game, Joel Embiid in the paint against the best players in the NBA, it was it was awesome. He's he's a monster, and I think he's going to be even better this year. And hopefully. They can figure something out with Markel Folds, and I think Ben Simmons is going to have another great season. So, although I think the Celtics will be the better team, I think the 76ers will be more fun to watch. Yeah, they're going to be way more up and down um, than the than the Celtics are. So, fun to watch is is the more um, interesting aspect, and really, it depends on is Ben Simmons going to take that LeBron level leap that we've all thought he was going to make, you know, over the past year there. So. Yeah, I think that, I mean, obviously it's close and um, there are two avenues that like did sort of the same thing, but just a little bit different. Um, But I think that, yeah, with Joel Embiid being the star power and Ben Simmons becoming, he's going to become this year probably a top 10 player. Um, Whereas Joel Embiid is what, what do you guys think? Top five, top seven? Top seven. Yeah. And the Celtics don't have that. So, uh, yeah, no, the, the, the Celtics will be the Raptors and the, uh, uh, the 76ers will be the Cavs this year, basically. So interesting. 
Well, I mean, they do have Kyrie, who last year, before he got hurt, was playing at an MVP-type level. And I love Jason Tatum's game. I think he is... And maybe he's not fun to watch because he does things so methodically. He's very, you know, he doesn't blow you away with his athleticism. Not that he's unathletic, but he can do like that old man style basketball where he gets to his spot and he gets his shot whenever he wants. And his maturity is fun to watch for me as a fan. And the way they play defense is they're all over the place. So that's what I'm looking forward to. All right. Well, so uh, I went away for a little bit, guys. Um, I think it works a little bit better now, though, huh? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Right. yeah. Did a little old-fashioned reboot on the old uh, router there. Busting now 114 megabit upload. Oh, uh, you did a diagnostics test? Yeah, your boy need to make sure. <laughs> it, it pumped up a little bit afterwards. They were also watching Little Bear on the TV, so that uh, that's streaming also... Uh, uh, like a little bit of a number, you know. Gotta keep the uh, thing down. Was what, the what most parental thing I've ever heard on a podcast. Oh, no, yeah. That was Big perfect. <laughs> Your boy has a dad gut. He's got a van. He's got everything. He, t- he takes foofy pictures with his family on freaking a crisp autumn day. <laughs> boy is getting kettle corn. The list <laughs> goes on and on. Sold out. <laughs> Ain't you um, cute? <laughs> Uh, you guys will know probably not soon enough, but soon just enough. just a question about those pictures. Will they be um, shown on the Twitter page or anything else like that? Yeah, like no, it? I'm gonna I'm gonna whore them out like crazy. Like okay, it's awesome. Be, <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> we want to make sure that our fans can see, you know, get some insight to all of our lives. Yeah, a little little peek behind the cover. Like my life isn't transparent enough. <laughs> right. Um, all I have to say about it is Nathan Peterman does not deserve to play any organized football ever again. Don't worry. We covered all that. <laughs> like, it can be disorganized. Like, you can just find a few people to, to play in the park or shit like that. But, no, if if, if there is any sort of uh, a week beforehand Facebook invite, I don't want him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no organized flag football either, then? Yeah, no, absolutely not. Like I said, okay. if, if you're getting the guys ready to play for, like, a turkey bowl or something like that, and you're talking about it about a month in advance, no, I don't want Nathan Peterman playing at it. You can't play football. I was uh, I was listening to the post game Bills reaction on the radio. Those guys are fucking assholes. Like, if you get a chance, I mean, I know you guys are in different parts of the country now, assholes. Um, I don't even know what they're called. Probably Mike and the Mag Dog or something like that. Something something stupid. Yeah, they're dicks to everybody that call in. Like, just yelling at them right as they call in. I don't really care about you or something like that. So yeah, it was fun. But yeah, we can we can move on to baseball. Um, get that all situated. Uh, right now, the it's the top of the fifth, uh, two outs. The Astros are down four to five, but we got uh, White and Bregman on first and second, respectively. Um, with Marwin Gonzalez, hopefully going to be able to to get to Matt Barnes here. Another great David Price outing. Um, yeah, Marwin Gonzalez already having a bomb over the monster earlier. So since David Price is all Gonzalez struck out swinging, God damn it! Yeah, what what do you guys think is the problem with David Price? Like, how how can you be that bad in the postseason? I don't understand it. I mean, well, being a Yankee fan, he sucks whenever he plays us. 
it's such a mental thing for him. It's a it's a crutch that he just he can't get over it. And I mean, zero and nine in ten starts. That is insane, especially yeah. for such a caliber player like this. And he's been in these moments before, like obviously coming up through. And it's never been. I mean, he played at Vanderbilt. I think he even won a national championship, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I don't know what's wrong with him. It doesn't make any sense to me. But you guys know how you guys know how it is with with most sports, especially if you look at somebody, um, you know, who's a pitcher, or you look, even look at golf or a quarterback. It's once you start down that path and you're mentally kind of fucked, it's hard to get out of that rut, and you need some bounces to go your way, regardless. Um, but Owen Nine's obviously not good. I just I don't know. It, you just got to fight your way out of it. I mean, there's nothing else that you can do, really. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, pitcher is the only one in my mind that I can think with all four sports that would have this sort of, you know, level of scrutiny there since they are the, the sole person that's trying to get those things done. I was trying to think, like, a goalie could maybe be something like that in hockey. I mean, to a certain extent, but I think with, like, hockey – Hockey, it, it's so much easier to say that, like, the team hung the guy out to dry. You know, yeah, if the goalie goes exactly. out to play the puck and he knocks it in and it was his fault, sure. Um, you know, with football, you know, the receiver's not making the catches, so you can't really get on the quarterback. I, I honestly think the one example that may compare, and I know we're all not sitting here watching the PGA Tour, is I would say it has to be golf. Yeah, when you're not swinging the club properly, when you're slicing constantly, where things you're not you're not reading the the lie of the green well, I, I just feel like that's got to be so traumatic to try to get out of um, second guessing yourself, just like pitching. You're questioning your pitches, not throwing with as much confidence, which leads to you know really bad things. Um, it, I think it's all mental in between the ears, and you just got to fight through it, and you know really just pray it ends and keep doing what you're doing. Um, but I do agree with you. It's it's one of those positions where you're out there on your own. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, he is actually no, he wouldn't be able to get the uh, the win today because he didn't get to the fifth uh, or through the fifth. Um, but I mean, this is his better start, I guess. But he still gave up four earned runs. But yeah, no, you got to expect. I, I don't. I would have never put him. I know he ended the season well, but that boy cannot play in the playoffs. It's crazy. I mean, he was pretty good, in, wasn't he? Charles, do you remember him when he played for Tampa Bay um, on that World Series run? Mm-hmm. He was a reliever during that time, and I thought he was he was like lights out as a reliever. So, um, just as a starter, he's trash. So, goof. Let's uh, let's switch over to the NL for you. Um, how was that Braves exit? I expected it. Um, I was glad they won a game, but. Well, the Dodgers, uh, their starting pitching looked phenomenal. And had it not been for errors the other night, they would be up 2-0 on Milwaukee. Cause, yeah, Yasmani Grandal, huh? Yeah. I, and I know it, and it sucks because Kershaw gets so much crap, same way with Price about pitching in the postseason. And, yeah, he didn't have his greatest outing, but he didn't pitch bad. But if you look at you just look at the score, you're like, man, he gave up that many runs again, and it's really not his fault. Two pass balls and another error. That's a lot in one inning. Can't come back from that. I mean that yeah that grand slam 
by Acuna uh, was electric. Um, oh my God! Yes. What what a way to really uh, you know have something about the series, unlike unlike the uh, um, who, the Rockies. Yeah, I was gonna say who do the Brewers even play? It was that <laughs> the Rockies. Then uh, did they score at all? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad. That that NL series is gonna be fantastic though. Um, those the Brewers are a fantastic team. And then the Dodgers have a really good they, – they've been there before sort of attitude. Um, Justin Turner, who Click knows as uh, Gritty. Um, <laughs> or, is it Gritty or Gruffy? I, I never remember. You talk about the Flyers? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Gritty. What a goofy-looking thing. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Justin Turner tur- puts one into the night. Justin Turner definitely um, – I will never understand how he's good. He was on the Mets for years. just was trash. Um, so him being on the, the Dodgers really putting in work is, is out of the box for me. Um, but, yeah, I think that one's going to go seven. Um, Kershaw. Kershaw's going to get out of his funk. I think he's going to pitch four and um, probably close seven um, like, like Bumgarner does. But you guys saw the stat probably and all the other, like, Belichick sort of stats where um, – Madison Bumgarner would need 23 earned runs without an out to match uh, Kershaw's postseason ERA. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's insane. insane. <laughs> and considering how much Madison Bumgarner has pitched, you know, let alone uh, keeping a low ERA. Um, but yeah, uh, that's gonna be a good series. Uh, I still have the the Strohs in four. Let's hope that they can uh, break through here um, in the top of the six. Uh, to to take the lead back, let's uh let's f- finish out our uh, core four with a little hockey talk. Uh, let let's go into the segment. Uh, Goof the goon. I uh, was here to talk a little bit about the Canucks. What do you got? Screw the Canucks. Canucks. Screw the Canucks. All right. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't really look at a whole much. I know they went two and one this week, but they have a logo that's a killer whale. Now, that's pretty cool. Like, I wouldn't be upset if they were called the 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 killer whales. But, no, they're called the Canucks, which is just another name for Canadians. So if that's what you're going to be called, then why do you have a killer whale as a logo? It doesn't make any sense. I can't, I can't do it. They can't be my team. They're too stupid. Can't do it. I explained it to you. You didn't like the answer. I don't care about the answer. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> give them, the, give them the, the answer. Okay, so over in that part of the world, you know, there's a population of killer whales. So it's just an animal. I do agree with Goof. It, it, it doesn't really translate that well. Like, I don't know that because I'm a hockey nerd. Um, and I've been up there. But, no, I, I get where he's coming from. Um, but... You know, not all names are going to make sense, which is why I said I think we need a segment to address those issues. Um, I will say this, though. I don't know if you guys saw the hit on uh, Peterson um, from uh, who was it? Matheson from the uh, Panthers. He's going to mm-hmm. probably get suspended for it. He fucked this guy up, like suplexed him down on the ice. So if you haven't seen it, definitely take a look. Yeah. Um, they're calling it like unsportsmanlike conduct or something like that. I it's probably one of the biggest hits I've ever seen. Um, so we'll see how that how that plays out. It's been an interesting uh, season so far. The uh, the Maple Leafs definitely look like a fucking 
powerhouse. Right Gosh, now. Austin Matthews is amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's you a can't problem. you you can't ignore them. They're they're scary good right now. I'm impressed with the the Devils as well. Um, they just smoked us six nothing, but. You know, that's a team that's that's kind of been down out for a long time coming, and I think they finally got the right formula. I don't necessarily think they're cup-bound, but um, uh, they're, they're scary good, and so are the Hurricanes. They're actually playing really well, too, so it's nice to see, even though it's early, kind of a mismatch of, of teams, and it's not just, you know, the usual suspects. Look, have you noticed, and it might just be, like, intermediate-level me thinking, there's been a massive amount of goals to start the season. Yeah, it's it's been weird. I, I you know, I, I think it, you could always say it's because, you know, people, the kid, especially the kids, are, are getting bigger, stronger, faster. I've heard some arguments. The, the goalies had to lessen the size of their chest protector. I'm not really an advocate of that. I just think, you know, people are just, they're getting better. And I think up and down seasons are taking place. Um, Paul Mary, who plays for the Devils, it took him... 20 games to score six goals, and now he's already at six goals. Um, you know, I think it's just the timing of everything, but I do agree with you 100%. Uh, the, the scoring has been through the roof, but I think that's what it takes now to play. You're not winning one nothing games anymore. You have too much talent on the ice, too much speed, and if you can't put up, you know, a four to five spot, you're you're probably uh, in a bit of trouble. Yeah, no, I was seeing some, like, seven to six stuff. Um I get I'm getting texts all the time from ESPN just being like go here go there it's it's definitely been um, a faster paced game to me um, from what I've seen so far this year. Well, uh, no one can complain anymore. If the NHL has that, they they've tried to gear everything towards scoring for entertainment purposes. They can't. There can be no more complaints. Oh, absolutely. When, when you're seeing 10, 11, 12 goals in the NHL a night in a game, which wouldn't have happened even three or four years ago. I mean, it's probably the best product um, that you can put out there right now. I, I think this is a very big year for the NHL because, for one, of the scoring uptick, and then they have the whole McDavid versus Matthews rivalry type deal going on. I, I think the NHL needs to capitalize this year and really present themselves in a way that they have been very unsuccessful at in the past. Because there's a lot of good young talent in the NHL right now. It's an unbelievable amount. It's crazy. It's, it's Every insane. team has somebody that they can build their, they can hold their head on. Basically. Right. And then we got new got really good players in new positions, like or on new teams, like Carlson and Tavares. And I think they need to do a better job of marketing to different people this year. Before um, we before we get out of the whole hockey thing, um, did anybody see that the Ducks brought back like the old school Muddy Ducks jerseys? Yeah, yeah. Was anybody else as happy as I was about that? Fire, flame. that's dope. I can't. Bl- I, I don't know. Maybe the Disney's contract on the whole thing was up because that's why they had to change their name originally, I believe, because yeah. they owned that name. Um, yeah. So maybe it was up, but I'll, I'll probably be purchasing one of those jerseys here uh, <laughs> here shortly. Certainly. Um, one thing that I wanted to get into, and I don't think we've really gotten into so far. Um, with the future, you know, this year of of the of hockey, what do you think, Click, um, are the most important topics? I know we had talked about Carlson over the summer, and he was able to get traded. Do you think any trades might be in the work? Anybody, you know, getting a difficult situation where they're at? 
You know, I don't, at least not yet. I, I think that all that hype about uh, Tavares and Carlson were really the, the names. Um, you know, I, in my opinion, it's just you got to pick what you want to follow. Do you want to follow a team like New Jersey or Carolina who are doing well, more the underdog role? Um, somebody like me who wants to see if the Caps can defend? Um, and I, I think kind of what Chunks was saying, too, it's it's fun to see these guys in different locations. Um, you know, I stayed up a little late the other night to watch uh, the Sharks, because I wanted to see what that power play looked like with Carlson and Burns and, and you know, all those guys. I think it's going to be a fun year. I think it's going to be an up and down year. But I don't I, I think everybody's going to have a good swing at it. Um, but I don't think there's going to be any huge blockbuster moves. Um, the one thing I'm very curious to see is what the Golden Knights end up, how they end up this year um, with such a great year last year. You know, they're, they're having a tough time right now. How does that play out? So you can kind of pick your storyline, but with all the talent, you know, just pick a game. You're going to probably see something incredible, especially with the scores being so high. I mean, there's a highlight real goal or two in every game every night. My big thing is, um, is Edmonton still going to stay back or um, are they going to try to make a leap? So far, they've been, you know, down the dumps again. And they still got McDavid to that huge uh, contract there. Right, what are they going to do with RNH? I don't even think Milan Lucci should be on that team anymore. But it's, uh, yeah, Edmonton will be an interesting one to, to see this year. And really, all of Canada in general. Um, are we going to get Canada back strong again? Uh, will, will Canada hoist the cup again? I, I mean, I'm not sure about all that, but I'll tell you right now, like players like Johnny Goudreau and Calgary are on fire. And obviously you're always going to have McDavid. Um, I will say this. I'm never going to put too much stock in the Oilers. They had, what, three to five first round draft picks over the years. And I'll be the first one to say you don't need the best players. You know, you need the right ones, as you know the great Herb Brooks said. But I just I have no faith that they're going to roll at any point in time. I mean, I don't know how you screw that up for so many years and then expect, you know, anything to change drastically. It'd be a great story. I'm not saying I don't support it. But um, at this point, the biggest news in the NHL is that god-awful mascot in Philly. <laughs> it's it's so sad. Oh. It fits Philly, though. I'm sorry to anybody from Philly, but it's perfect. It's the fucking worst. Yeah. Um, fuck the Flyers, though. Um, why do you even like the Flyers, Goof? I don't even like the Flyers, dude. I don't live in Philadelphia either. Why are you even from Philadelphia? Um, that is a <laughs> joke for just about five people. <laughs> well, I'll probably listen to this podcast, but nonetheless. Um, True. Let's, so let's get into a little bit of segment talk. Um, I think we, we talked a little bit about it before. Um, and this is just going to be off the dome, guys. Let's talk about the stupidest goddamn team names in all four sports. Anybody got anything offhand? I know goofs. Uh, other than the Canucks, because that's <laughs> just dumb. Which can I throw in the Canadians too? Like, don't, don't, don't. That's blasphemy. Stop it. La, la habitaciones. Well, I don't think. I don't think you can have a name based on just like people. I like it doesn't on a country, let's say. Sorry. On a country. It doesn't make so dumb. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like 
everyone that's Canadian must be a Canadians fan? No, that's not true. So, like, I don't get it. I don't like it. Um, my Kick least favorite off. is the Sox teams because what is the singular – what do we call a singular player on that damn team? A sock. <laughs> okay. Well, so on every <laughs> single – you're going to change it completely? Like, oh, this Boston Red Sox did really well today and have it be S-O-C-K? Sure, why not? <laughs> Rewrite the just, rules of journalism, huh? Just SOC. It's even um, better. <laughs> college, uh, college has got some good ones. Uh, the the Hilltoppers. That's a stupid fucking name. Yeah. Is that, is that Western Kentucky? Western Kentucky. Right. I I think that's a dope name to be honest. <laughs> I I don't I don't Are hate that one. Names actually is this the dope name segment? <laughs> um. <laughs> I I've never liked Hoyas. I Oh yeah. Gross. Yeah. What's a what's a Hoya? Uh, what about the horn frogs? I love the horn frogs. Yeah, that's a good one. But what are we're talking like unrelated names, right? Well how about this? How about the Delta State University's mascot? It's um it's a vegetable wearing boxing gloves. The fighting Okra, Akra, Okra. Oh yeah, Okra. Okra. There you go. Um, I am That's currently on, on the interweb here, and it is one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Worse than the Philly fanatic? Uh, the Philly fanatic, it, it, it doesn't even compare. Just Google it. You, it, it, it's the thing that'll give you nightmares. All right, I've got a Hoya translation, guys. What is it? Okay, let's sit down to. Uh, Caden's uh, reading corner. What is a Hoya? Many years ago, when all Georgetown students were required to study Greek and Latin, the university's teams were nicknamed the Stonewalls. Stupid, right? Um, it is suggested that a student, using Greek and Latin terms, started the cheer, Oya Saxa, which translates into what rocks? That is the nerdiest <laughs> thing. The dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. God, that that's so awful. Stupid. <laughs> I that is that. not good. I don't even know. That's so bad. Um, yeah, so I, I think Hoyas uh, wins it. With yeah, they're, they're, they're bad. That's really bad. With the, with the okras, uh, fighting okras right behind it. Clearly, you have not seen the okra. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody looked it up yet? What is it? Delta State? Yeah, Delta State University. The fighting of, somebody's got to back me up on this, or I can send. All right, it. yeah, that is really stupid. It's <laughs> scary, whole, looking, man. He's got like um, just this huge nose, and like it's an indent on his mouth, <laughs> and he was an air marshal with a taser. <laughs> it's all pick one thing, Delta State. <laughs> I think I win. You don't need well, every single thing. <laughs> Oh, man. I think they're just trying to make up for the fact that it's a vegetable and they want it to look as mean as possible, and it doesn't work. You guys like okra? No. It's gross. All right. Well, if you guys are wondering, I found my new favorite college football team, the Fighting Okras. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll keep an eye on them. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. We, we need one every week. Uh, yeah. How did – um. Stony Point or whatever do this week. Slippery Rock, for one thing. Forget Niagara <laughs> University. 
I should have been a fighting okra. <laughs> you know it. So go for um, athletics. Yeah. So let's uh, let's take a look at the upcoming um, week uh, week seven in the NFL. No, Thursday is going to be a dud for uh, for Fox on the Thursday night game. So let's skip that one entirely. Should be a good one uh, next Sunday. New England goes to Chicago. The uh, Bears. <laughs> Chunks, who do you got in this game? I got Chicago. I I think they need to redeem themselves after this weird ass game they played today. Uh, Goof, who do you got in this game? Uh, I have New England because I have that they're going to lose tonight, so they're going to bounce back. And I think they're both going to be on bounce back games, but I'm going to trust Brady and Belichick in a bounce back game. Yeah, I think Chiefs are going to pull this out. Hey, I made my pick last week. I'm not going back on it. All right, all right. Good for you, Goof. Uh, who do you got in this uh, Chicago-New England game? Oh, Patriots. Uh, it's no-brainer to me. I just – I just, it's going to happen. It's Tom Brady. There's as no other reason. As it as it is, I got to back you up on that. Um, I, I, I don't think, want to, but it's the case. Yeah, without a doubt, it's going to be New England. Let's go next to probably another dud. Uh, Buffalo going to Indy. <laughs> yeah. Why are you uh, bringing that game up? He just wants to talk about Pyramid. Chunks, who do you got in this game? Well, I think every week I pick Indianapolis to win, and this is a week I am 100% confident that Indianapolis <laughs> will win. You bring me back in. <laughs> uh, Goof, who do you got in this game? Yeah, I, I'm with you, Chunks. I thought Indy was going to be a lot better record-wise than they are. I thought Andrew Luck would have a little bit more magic than he's had. Not that he hasn't had magic, but the rest of that team is god-awful. Um, but I'm going to go with the Colts still. We'll talk about how bad they are and then still pick them to win. Clicker, who you got? Colts. <laughs> All right. And I, I am riding that train as well. It's probably going to be a bad one. Um, well, yeah, with Josh Allen up in the air, it's – yeah. yeah, but every time we all pick against the Bills, they somehow win. I don't understand it. They it's beat the Vikings, then, remember? <laughs> I'm still picking the Colts, but <laughs> um, do if um do we think that Nathan Peterman's going to get cut this week? No, no, not because he threw a touchdown. In. Does he move down to the third? No. You don't think Derek Anderson gets he, the. He, Derek Anderson, Derek Anderson should jump Nathan Peterman, without a doubt. Without a doubt, in my mind. Um, let's go. So, yeah, what's your what's your random last pick there, Chunks? My random last pick is going to be Dallas over Washington. I, I think that's da- crazy today. I think Dak Prescott's back. Dude, it's an it's an aberration. I'm kind does not know how to play football. No, it's weird. I'm kind of scared of the Cowboys at the moment, and I don't like it. All right, Goof, who you got for your random pick of the week? Uh, I'm going to go with the matchup for the AFC South and say Jaguars over the Texans. I think the Jaguars' defense bounces back and beats the other Texas team. All right, and Click, who you got for your random pick of the week? I'm gonna go with the Browns being the Bucks. Ooh, 
I don't necessarily want them to win because they're our division, but I think it could happen. That's an interesting one. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. you didn't go out on a limb and say uh, Baltimore is going to beat the New Orleans uh, Saints. Well, here's why I know they're going to win because I will be in a <laughs> hold on because I will be in attendance at said game. Woo-hoo! So, you know, I'm gonna we're, it's going to be fine. And if it's not, I'll you know whatever. It's okay. No, I think I, that's a big game this week though. Both teams look good. That's going to be a fucking amazing game. It's going to be, be a great, great game. game. And um, I don't know, to see Drew Brees live will be pretty cool, too. Um, I don't want him to do too well, but, you know, <laughs> either way. But definitely uh, definitely excited, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Click, what do you think the timeline's going to be for Lamar Jackson? That run today was beautiful. Oh, God, I hate this topic. Um, <laughs> it's so overdone. Um, no, no, but honestly, I listen – when those runs work, everybody's excited. When they don't work, everybody's pissed off saying how it's slowing Joe down. I'm on the side of I don't even need him in the game. Um, it's hurt more than it's helped because it's led to more, you know, like 39 situations. But, yeah, yeah when he pulls off the run like that, I'm, of course, going to be happy. Uh, but, you know, it, it's all dependent on Joe this year. I mean, look at the way he's playing. It, he looks like somebody wants to keep his job. So we'll see what happens. I, I think if we end up having, you know, getting into the playoffs and it, it's going to be decision time, but I don't know, man, it's, it's week to week, especially with the fans here. I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but use them in the red zone. I'm all for it. But the 50 yard line, just let's keep rolling. It, it just has helped as much. It's, it's hurt a bit more. So. My random of the week is a reverse of the old goof. Uh, Houston is going to take it to Jacksonville. Um, hopefully, Deshaun Watson can come back healthy. And I got Hopkins lighting up Jalen Ramsey next week. Um, you guys saw that Hopkins touchdown, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Your boy is good. Your boy is really, really good. Yeah. Any, any the, Oh, we got we to gotta actually uh, pick a team for uh, goof. Uh, so, Click, why don't you do the honors? <laughs> okay. Um, a fun team for Goof. <sighs> do the Carolina Hurricanes. I think that's a good All choice. Right. That makes sense. Their mascot makes sense. Their their logo for the team makes sense. Yeah. I can actually look them up. Goof, your one goal this week is to, not, is to learn something besides... Their logo and their team name. Okay. <laughs> hey, I didn't have to. I didn't have to look any farther last week to know I wasn't gonna like that team. All right. Well, we'll, we'll be we'll be seeing what you come up with this week. And I knew their record. The Canucks went two and one. They just I can't get over the fact that they got a whale and they're called the Canucks. I don't like it. One of these teams is gonna stick. I guarantee. One of these teams. Um, and it might even be mid-season. It might take the whole year. Who knows? Um, one of these teams is going to stick, and, and uh, Goof will officially have a hockey team. And, and you know, it's, it's going to be jersey and logo-based. We all know that, right? <laughs> like, do we, <laughs> do we all understand the, that? It's going to be how yeah, Ashley picks. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but, man, the Ducks made a strong pull to get me as a fan this week. Yeah, it's nostalgic. <laughs> with getting those jerseys, man. I'm just uh-huh. saying. Anything? Uh, anything? They may have earned a fan. Looking out for this week. For me, it's uh, Tuesday night basketball starting up, and I'm also uh, 
kind of glued to the Astros Red Sox series just to make sure these Astros beat those goddamn Red Sox. <laughs> All right, Goof, what are you looking forward to this week sports-wise? That's going to be – got to be Tuesday night, man. Celtics tip-off against the Sixers. Ready to go. Clicker, any uh, big NHL this week? You know, it, it's not NHL. Um, it's CBHL. Looking forward to uh, two great practices for the Baltimore Stars PWA team. Um, you know, plug, looking to, plug, to come out plug. with a good weekend as well. Um. I'm looking forward to the the NLCS. It's going to be an absolute dogfight. Let's hope that those socks go down real easy. The Thursday night football game is going to suck. But uh, what do we got for college football next week, Chunks? Well, we got Michigan at Michigan State coming up. Ooh, fancy. That'll, that'll be fun. I believe the college game day is Washington State. It's in State, Wazoo, yeah. Right? I'm not too interested in that game, so. I don't know. Um, we yeah, no. Next week we've got one more. Uh, one more thing yeah. out there. I'm looking forward to this week. Absolutely. Go ahead. Well, it, it's not necessarily uh, this week, but upcoming, um, October 25th. Uh, my uh, Delta State team. We're gonna be playing Shorter University here. Um, it's gonna be a good football game. Looking Ooh. forward to continuing our loss streak here. It doesn't look like we got a win all season, so hopefully we'll break that and it'll come out with a big W. You know how that goes. Yeah, it's, it seems like a pretty shitty week next year for college football. Um, next year, huh? Yeah, he just said next year. God, oh, God, God. You suck this week, man. You've had so many misspoken. Finish the sentence. I don't know. This is going to be one Times. of the <laughs> misspoken events. I don't know what to. I don't know how to describe it. But this it's not podcast been was good. supposed to be the one that was supposed to be the best <laughs> one because we got a brand new goddamn intro and we're super uh, freaking professional now. And it just was a train wreck. But it's gonna be a hilarious train wreck. I've been listening past uh, to our past uh, shows. We're getting we're getting pretty awesome, guys. We're doing a good job. So getting there. Uh, top of the charts we go. Um, so for that, for your boy Clicker, who is huge on my screen right now, and is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> oh shit, he got even bigger. <laughs> for your boy Goof, uh, who is lounging on a pillow that needs the you need to pull the cover over a little bit, bud. <laughs> it's for, fine. For your boy uh, Chunks, who looks. Weird in those glasses. <laughs> uh, this is your boy Salton. It's been another week of the podcast. See ya. Stay safe. <laughs>